Welcome back to Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat pretty podcast in the world. And today we're delighted to be joined by the team at Brand Essex. We've got James and Steph here. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in. Um, we're really pleased to have you in um, because we can see that from your social channels, you're really starting to go from strength to strength and really getting stuck into every aspect of branding. So could you tell us a little bit about what you do, um, how you got started, why you chose to get into the branding game? Um, so Carnival started from Steph's family. You've been in print industry for many, many years between them. Yeah, I basically, I'm surprised I wasn't actually born in a print factory, to be honest <laughs> with you. My dad had a print company for, what, 45 years when he yeah. retired? So, yeah, I've just always been around print. Not this type of print. Ours was like digital, wide format, litho, like all stuff okay. like that. So it's really different. And then... He merged with a print company back in 2014, I'd say. Um, and they done workwear. So then we was into like this new world. I then left there in 2017, went off and we had a gift company that everything was all personalised. So everything was, every single item had a different format of print. Um, and then we kept sitting there, didn't we? And we were like, we've got all this knowledge Jim had this database of clients that would kept going to him or where can I get work with? So we just just formed pretty much overnight and then you took it and... So we started back in October 2019 and if I'm honest, it was a bit of a side hustle for myself. Um, Steph had a full-time company and it was uh, I was in sales for a builder's merchant and I've been doing that for 14, 15 years and as Steph said, I had a bit of a database of people that I dealt with regularly. Um, so we, we, we sort of started dealing with a couple of customers, um, nothing major, started sharing it, building a bit of a following up on Instagram and it's kind of grown from there really. It's, it was only ever supposed to be a small little workwear company, but it's kind of grown into um, workwear and banners and signage and merchandise and kind of anything you can get your hands on. But because it was all in the background while I was doing another working for a company, initially um everything we had to do we had to sort of we found that we had to source from all around the world almost so very quickly i'd sort of started dealing with china i deal with poland i deal with um netherlands i deal with turkey um deal with various places around the country um building up this great sort of network of people that we we use to be the company we are today basically um but yeah that's that's kind of it in a nutshell yeah Okay, so one of the things that kind of makes you perhaps a bit more unique among some of our customers, you can do pretty much everything branding-wise. So you're not just clothing, like say, you can do posters, obviously. Like yeah. You can do a lot of mugs, you can do bags, you can do pretty much anything so that if they need to get their brand out, yeah. that you can, they can come to you and have, you're like a single source in that sense. Yeah, it, it wasn't supposed to start like that. It was kind of the, the salesman in me that wanted to, it was supposed to just be work there, wasn't it? That was kind of how it started. And then somebody said, can you do business cards? Yeah, yeah, I can do business cards. I'll make it happen. And then made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became, like you said, merchandise. We started off just doing mugs and things. Very simple. We started doing them in-house. You was already doing them, wasn't you, for yeah, your customers? Yeah, I remember growing up, my dad always used to say, if the customer asks, you always say yes. And then you hang up and then you go, oh, my God, how are we going to yeah. sort this out? Yeah. And that was how it was, wasn't it? Was yeah. that we kept saying yes. And I was like, but we can because if somebody else can do it, then we can source it. And now people go, well, what do you do? And I'm like, anything I, I can put a logo on. 
yeah. we will find a way to put it on. If you want it tattooed, we will we will find somewhere yeah. that you can go and get it tattooed. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I have got yeah. I've got a place for temporary tattoos. Yeah. We have got a place for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is that is kind of it. It's you know a bit of anything and everything. So if we if we cut you open, so you probably bleed ink rather than blood. Basically. Do you know yeah. what? It honestly it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> at all. Yeah. So that's I mean that's a really good good way to do it because it's and we find the same is that if you make it easy for people they'll be more successful as well though because you don't want your customers to have to spend all their time sourcing goods yeah because that's not the way they, they can add value to their own businesses anyway. yeah exactly so much better they can come to you like yeah i've got transferable skills i can be like i can work it out that's always say to our customers the same as say yes because with the amount of technology that's out there now there's an easy well not an easy way but there's a manageable way of yeah. achieving some kind of branding at least anyway. it's also a really good way for companies to actually save money isn't it yeah, 100%. because if they can come to a one place and get everything they haven't got the well, the company doesn't then need a whole team of people going here there and everywhere and buying and paying shipping from that supplier and this supplier like we can we bundle it all together and we can get it all sorted we do that a lot with um some of our big clients isn't it mm. we go from like the exhibition side of it where they've got to exhibit and they're going for the mugs and the bags and everything and I think from my point of view, oh my God, I can't imagine sitting in an office and someone going, I need a thousand bags. Right, well, you go to that company and then I need a thousand mugs, you go over there. And they literally call us up and then we're like, yeah, it's fine. We yeah, can get everything sorted. Yeah. yeah. And we then know that all the artwork matches because yeah. as you'll know, how some places print is completely different to how other places print. We sit so often, don't we? Mm. I would agree. And, and it, it's all about attention to detail as well, which yeah. you know that you're both fans of. I've had that before, pre previous place I worked, we've had like the, the fabric pop-up stands. Yeah. And it's, I was working at a bioscience company and we kept having to change the things we, get, we were allowed to say on the stand, okay, quick, take that one off because we can't do that anymore. Mm. And we'd had three or four of them and went to an exhibition. We're like, oh, it was like, more like a purple rainbow because they mm. just change from banner to banner. And they're only yeah. like a month apart from each other. But if you haven't got someone who's given that attention to detail about maintaining that consistency yeah. across every product you just look cheap yeah and that, that, that's kind of it because everything we do has been it's when we started as i said it wasn't supposed to be quite what it is now but when we decided right, we're going to go for it you have to find a way to stand out in a busy market and what makes us different from any other print company or workwear company can't just be the fact that we offer other services because you know mm. a lot of people offer other services. Well, you have to you have to be de be defined by how you look after people, what products you recommend, how you see things through, and that's kind of what we've been gone and done from the start. Is that we guide people along experience. We sort of make sure that things are consistent, make sure that there's no issues, and then you know if, if an issue does happen, you hold your hand up and go, "It's my mistake," and yeah. then do everything you can to put it right because end of the day customer service is king for that sort of thing and repeat business that that probably well i'd say 95 percent of people that order from us come back and i would say at least 60 percent of them people have recommended us to friends like we we get a lot of repeat business off the back of that so mm. it's, it's it's something that's really important is the attention to detail with branding yeah and i imagine probably actually by having quite a lot service offering does it is it quite difficult to have to actually say no to people sometimes because they sometimes like yeah have that 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 and you're like why yeah <laughs> it's the expectations of people like i sometimes think that 
Certainly with, I wouldn't even say smaller companies. Actually, I find it with probably the large companies mm. as well. They'll see things that other people have got and they're like, well, I want that. And I'm like, but that's not in the budget. Yeah, but I only want to pay a pound. We had it not that long ago yeah. where somebody wanted something really unique, but they only wanted it for a pound. And I'm like, you can't have unique and a pound in the same bracket, unfortunately. <laughs> like, it just doesn't, yeah. I would love to, mm. but it's not then unique because if it's cheap, everyone's got it. Yeah. And it's really difficult sometimes to get that across. And we... We're very hot on the fact that we are not the cheapest. We know that, but we refuse to be the cheapest because we won't compromise on our level of customer service mm, customer and the service quality, quality at all. Yeah. We won't. We get it all the time when someone goes, we'll quote, and I'll go to gym. They're not going to buy. I just know they're not going to buy. I just get that feeling. And they go, oh, it's too expensive, which is fine. Everyone does have a budget, and you have to stay within that budget. And then three weeks later, they'll go, Okay, so we didn't order. We ordered from elsewhere and it's turned up. And it's absolutely awful. Mm. And then I feel really bad because I'm like, mm, I knew it was going to happen. This is why mm. we recommend this brand and this is why we only do this this style of print or whatever. Yeah. And oh, it's hard, isn't it? Because sometimes you want to take one and be like, oh, it's fine, I'll do it. But you can't because in theory, our company won't grow. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we spent two years avoiding print bundles. You know, the 10 T-shirts for x amount yeah. or whatever yeah. it is we spent two years avoiding it but ultimately the need and people's wants sort of overtook it so rather than just doing right we'll do 10 t-shirts for whatever it is we decided to release what we call the premium bundle mm -hmm. and it's exactly that it's we're not we're not mucking around we're not lying we've got five of our favorite organic t-shirts we've got two of our favorite um sweatshirts and we've got one of our favorite gilets like some from brands that we know we trust and we know we don't get any comebacks on we sell, i must sell like a dozen of them a week yeah. people come to us for that reason because mm -hmm. they know that they're getting something that's going to last and it, you know i think it's worth doing it right rather than yeah. just being i would completely agree, agree on that. and depending on who the end customer if it's going to like your customer's customer people's understanding of quality is so much higher than it whatever ever was mm. that they won't that, your customer won't get that business again if they if they send them a, a cheap t-shirt yeah one it's, it's a bit of an odd shape or something that's just to save 10 p a t-shirt yeah they're not going to get they'll never find out why they didn't get that business but they won't they won't get it back yeah because people want quality want to like have an experience of receiving branded items yeah i think it's getting better i do think it's getting better and to be honest we had a um there was a article that we had written about us. I can't remember what is in there. It might have been the Startups magazine or something, but it was one we, we had written a little while back. Um, and in it, it was literally focused on the benefits. Like, do you buy cheaply or do you buy something that's more premium? And, you know, what, what lasts longer? You know, if you might save yourself 50 quid on an order, but then you have to buy it again in a few months compared to paying that extra 50 quid and it lasts in a year to, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, there's jackets I sold people two and a half years ago that like they're like it's like brand new. It doesn't, but because we've gone for that, gone they for actually that apologise, don't they? The amount of yeah. times that people call up and they'll all they'll message on Instagram just to check in on us, mm. yeah. and it's like, <laughs> and I'll see it, and it'll be like half past eleven at night, and we're just massive workaholics, aren't we? Yeah, unfortunately, so we'll be sitting there. And I'm going to Jim. Why is he apologising? He's like, oh, it's because he brought this back then and he's actually saying i'm really sorry like i actually don't need another coat yet mm. which is that's actually i prefer that to yeah. someone to keep coming back and going you know like it's ruined i need another one i need another one whereas yeah. 
yeah, our customers aren't really like that, are they? No, no. We we had somebody say, "I'm, you know, I really want to buy something from you, but I don't need anything." That's how you're going to get that referral business because it know, would, that, yeah, that, that exactly that could be going down the pub every every week for three years, and mm. people, someone eventually someone's going to be like. Is that the same coat you're, you're yeah. still wearing? Like, yeah, I've got it from Brand Essex. Yeah, and exactly. we have noted, well, I've noticed, especially being in this industry for such a long time, that it's not just nine till five workwear anymore. Look, we're exactly the same, aren't mm. we? We will wear our workwear. This sounds like really, I sound like a proper loser now, don't I? Like I haven't got a wardrobe of any other clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, ha- we I haven't. Just, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but yeah, like we will spend good money on good clothing and we'll wear it all the time. Mm. Because for us, why would you not promote your own business 24-7? Yeah. I just, and I think that's what a lot of our customers have now, because we yeah. see it a lot, don't we? Where especially with the men, they're like, we want a really good winter jacket, but not a work jacket. I want a decent one that I can wear out and about. And we've just invested, haven't we? We've mm. just done, well, yeah, a couple of We've just imported weeks. loads of them from yeah. Canada. We, we One of our brands is Canadian for the jackets and things. Um, and there's bits we can get from our wholesalers, but we've just bought loads in from Canada because it's a bigger catalog of stuff and something that's a bit different, a bit nicer. And mm. yeah, it goes, does go a long way. But I think that, well, that's uh, something I want to come around to is how you communicate to your customers. Because mm. You're actually doing quite unique in the sense that you're very proactive with communicating, yeah. but actually teaching your customers the importance of quality is, is a big yeah. part of being successful. That actually, you know that will that those coats will come in and you'll probably take them out of the box and be like look at this stitching mm. how good it is and they'll be like oh, i need that yeah mm. and next time i'm getting my coats i want it done like that yeah that's going to look the best and i think what you mentioned about workwear is actually over the sort of the last five years it's something that really surprised me when i first started in target transfers i had one of the big workwear companies come in they kind of explained the evolution of their catalog it's like actually yeah the, the, the even in the importance of like the the shape of a high vis um coat hmm. like workwear people you know they, they have to wear that at least 10 hours a day probably yeah they want to, you know, that's exactly well it doing it. that's exactly <laughs> you it where you work wear more than what you wear your normal clothes yeah. let's face it you do yeah well I'm, I'm, so it's got to be comfortable and it's got to be long yeah long lasting yeah i've been sort of researching some stats on it all because i wanted to incorporate a video in like how often it may, you need to be brand to be seen before it's re, before you recognise and stuff like that. I think it was like seven or eight times for somebody just to see your logo before they recognise it the, the, yeah. the next time. And you think if you're wearing your brand every day, it's not going to take long before people start seeing it, is it? So it sort of yeah. it makes sense. And if you're in it nine ten hours a day, you want to be comfortable. Yeah. Well, I noticed it quite a lot. We do print and promotion mm. event every year, um, and one of the sort of a year or two in, I was like. We need to ditch these shirts. We can't just keep turning up in shirts and suit trousers and mm. shoes because it's it's not really that it's not really garment decorating. Anyway. So let's let's just get hoodies and t-shirts and when, yeah, get nice tra- nice jeans, but put some nice clean trainers with there. Mm. And you could tell that because no one else in the room was doing it, the people start to take us more seriously because we had more branding yeah. on us. And I paid the extra fifty p for the slightly nicer hoodies and t-shirts, <laughs> and they like took us seriously because they could see that we're taking the time to understand yeah. clothing. And everyone else has just got like the tiny logo on the cut shirt, you know, blue shirt, trousers, and they're like, that's a bit boring. Over yeah, there, or the it? pin badge or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it was all those details um, are really important to, to customers, I think. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we, we, we've just literally gone, we've sorted out some more uniform for ourselves that we're wearing. And I've got polo shirts, I've got t shirts, I've got jumpers, I've got loads of 
different storm tech jackets and things that I wear, but I've actually just gone for um tracksuit now. Because I mean it, it don't get me wrong, in, in certain meetings you dress up, make yourself look a bit smart. I'm still branded without wearing shirt and tie. Yeah. I think that's a bit old hat personally. Um it's definitely not my style. I don't think it'd be yours or no. or Chris's. Um or Chris's but yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to be comfortable and like you said, I do we do a lot in front of the camera, we do a lot of humping stock around and all sorts of stuff. So if I'm gonna wear a tracksuit that's fully branded, I'm gonna wear a tracksuit. Um they you know we still pick the good brands we still work with things that look smart even though it's casually comfortable i guess yeah. but yeah i think that's the way forward i mean when when i started sales um 12 years ago maybe i it was it was for a builders merchant and it was shirt trousers tie and i was probably one of the first reps not to wear a tie and it was oh you got a tie you got a tie and i'm like it's a bit old hat now, isn't it? It's yeah, not really. Yeah, and it is, and it's not that comfortable. And, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. There's, I think there's a time and a place, but it's like, um, I think it's like the way you you carry yourself when you have conversations with people. Like my vocabulary can be quite. You might have to beep it out sometimes, and you you see that in my stories when I'm because I'm real. It's me on my stories, and you do see that. But at the same time, if I'm sitting in front of Richard Branson, I'm not going to start swearing. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to hold it back. And, and I think that, I think you need to know when you can dress the way you dress, when you can talk the way you talk and things like that. So, yeah, yeah I think you've got it hundred percent right. If you need to wear something that's comfortable, something that shows off the brand, something that lets your personality out and makes you approachable. I think that's. Yeah. We, when we rebranded the uniforms the few weeks ago, didn't we? Connor that works for us, he's got really, it's just really cool. I couldn't get away with it. It's just really cool fashion, fashion, isn't it? Yeah, he's our social media guy, so yeah, he, so he needs to be involved. He's got a tracksuit that matches that car you've got, probably. And get yeah, hundred percent. But he was like, I said to him, I was like, look, go through, go, go through the website, find out what you want, tell me. And he was like, bringing it in. And I was like, right. I said, but you're not going to want the normal coloured logo. And I said to him, as long as it's a logo, you can have it any colour you want. Well, we were having like bright pink yeah. logos, neon <laughs> logos, and I was like. It's fine, I said, because as long as you've got the logo on, I'm cool yeah. with it. And oh, he's, he's like, got some oversized stuff, isn't he? Yeah, he's but... got oversized. I think at one point he did, he did ask if he could have like some parachute pants. Yeah, and I was like, I don't yeah. think any of the suppliers yet have actually branched into that <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it does. It is good. It's good, but yeah, I think you definitely got it right with that. And that, so how do you how do you go about finding new products? And I see, I saw on your um instagram you've been at merch world and stuff not so long ago but mm. what was it that about a product when you see it it stands a like okay that's the one what do you look for when you go to an event like a premium promotion you're looking at blank garments is there something that had like a quality that you're looking for from them um probably I get really sick and tired of the promotional industry always being the same yeah. it is always the same thing everyone wants a mug everyone wants yeah. a mouse mat and we try and step away from that because if you're going to be, even with T-shirts, when people go, oh, can we do like 100 T-shirts because we want to give them out, but we want them the cheapest. And I'm like, but you're then just giving out cheap stuff. So all you're doing is you're literally just telling people that you are a cheap company. So and we always go for, just go for the organic T-shirt, don't mm. we? And it's not even, we're not a non-sustainable company but it is everything. The organic stuff used to be really, really, really expensive back yeah. in the day, whereas now it's really starting to come up 
with the average market price, yeah. isn't it? And we can we can sell that and the quality's there. So then when mm. we're out at print and promotion or something's there, I personally go for different and the quality. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. I, we've 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 used loads of brands over the years. Um use loads of brands. There's sort of a, a workwear brand which we did a lot with, um, which is fine. It's a really good brand. It's actually under the Aldi's or AWS umbrella um under that sort of um main brand but we did a lot of that but it sort of fell into the not being different and we've kind of started looking at what we would wear mm. there was a brand that i started using but then i noticed some of my t-shirts the sizing was inconsistent yeah. and they didn't wash up very well so i was like nah i literally just knocked it on the head when i found a different brand and we've kind of stuck with this organic brand now which um we do a lot of them. Do a lot of them. It's a brand called Stanley and Stella. Um, they're, I think they made. I think it's in Belgium, isn't it? I think they said that it's, it's produced. But yeah, we do loads of them. Absolutely loads of them. Um, they're they're organic t-shirts. I mean, our bundle. We've got an organic bundle which we do, which has got their jumper in it. Um, it's just one that we sort of we we stick with. Um, and then again, the same for like coats and things. We do. Um, our go-to brand is Stormtech. Um, I sort of loosely liken it to sort of north face type thing it's like a nice premium quality or the heady hansen sort of sort of well but it's a canadian brand so it's often there you know stand out in the rain for sort of 10 hours type and minus 20 degrees and we kind of just look for things that look good but feel good and don't shrink don't lose color and you know if, if you've got things that sort of spread across sexes as well like um russell this russell jumper again they go across men and women and they're, they're really good quality so yeah we just kind of i don't know you you look for stuff that's a bit different but stuff that's going to last that's kind of what it's about you know if someone's paying a couple of quid extra but it's lasting 12 months year two years you know whatever it is people don't mind paying for it and you know we, we we've been doing it a few years people want to know that we know what we're talking about and we certainly try <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we certainly try i mean we do we we bring in so many things and every now and then somebody will go on the website and they'll go can i have that and then we'll bring it in and we'll go cool I like that yeah and that is that is sometimes how you find things i mean i actually found Stormtech by accident on the initial one because somebody went oh we love that jacket i got it in i was like yeah this needs to stay this is definitely one that's staying and then i just spent loads of money getting samples in and promoting it and talking about it and yeah, people buy into it because yeah. they, 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 we sort of become the authority in it almost, yeah, haven't we? Of, we sort of said, this is us, this is what we do, this is what we are good at. Listen to us, and you know, yeah. we're not going to steer you in the wrong direction, yeah. basically. And a lot of our orders start with, I want that jacket that you've got on in that story. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's a lot and of then that. I'm having to go to Jim. What jacket is yeah. that? I don't know which one that you've pulled out today. Oh, I like that zilla you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, another thing I do. Obviously, I've done. I've branded my shoulder the same as I've done my chest yeah. because I wanted it to look different. I wanted it to be. Actually, no, that's a lie. We we go to business training. I was there yesterday, um, and I always sit at the front of the class. That's something I picked up from Steph. Where I want to sit at the front because I want to. I want to learn everything. I want to be there and absorb it. Um, cause it's a great time. But being at the front nobody can see who I am. So I put my logo on my back, yeah. but to one side so that everyone saw it. But we, again, we get a lot of people go, I love that. Can you do that as well? Yeah. It's just like, what have, you, what have you done now? What have you done now? And yeah. I think it's, it's a great idea. One of, mm. one of our colleagues here went to an event the other day and she put a name on a bag, like, but also I can tell you how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So people like stop and be like, well, how did you do it? Yeah. 
No, no, I like that. I do like that. I used to want on the back of um, the car, didn't I, where it was all branded and stuff. I then wanted to say, but you now know about my business, but I still don't know about yours. (laughs) And it is just one of those things that I always do think everyone's always missing. You just got to brand continuously Mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have a logo or a company name that says what you do, that logo being in someone's face on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, wherever it is, whether you've got a wife or a husband that is walking around a supermarket and it's on a shopping bag or you've got someone that's standing in a school playground with an umbrella, it is a name Mm. and it has to be in people's minds. I'd brand everything. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. So one of the main things I say when we have new businesses come in here, I say, don't forget to do neck labels now. Yeah. First, off to charge for them because it could be an extra pound, Mm. pound 50 per Mm. top. They say no. Put your own brand in there then and and just use a tearaway neck label yeah. because a week a year down the line someone could be washing that t-shirt and be like oh brand essex mm. I, I need some stuff for work actually yeah they're cool because this yeah this stuff's, this stuff's great yeah 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 to be fair there's something heather spoke about when i come in here last time so <laughs> she was doing her bit bless her. she did well there but yeah, it's, it's ultimate branding business cards yeah clothing at least mm. yeah yeah that's it yeah it's because that was with the um you've got the separate plate haven't you with one of your Yes, things that you can get. You can do both at the same time yeah. now, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah, I did have a look at that. Um, so one of the things I did want to talk to you about is the fact that you are in front of the camera quite a lot. Yes. It's quite a... It's, it's not something that everyone's that comfortable with. It's something that I've been preaching quite recently in the podcast mm. about. We're going into potentially a challenging year next year, and people who are not kind of putting themselves out there explaining what they do, enforcing quality, are going to perhaps struggle a bit. But yeah. At the same time, I do realise it's not everyone's natural forte to be like, yeah, I'm just going to start talking about my business today. Yeah. But So I wanted to know about when, why you started doing it, when you first started, how how it was when you first started recording yourself, talking about the brand. <laughs> to be honest, I started doing it because it was something that Steph always did for her business. Okay. And the reason Steph does it for her, did it for her business, and I obviously still do it, is generally down to our business coach. Yeah. Everything well, you you've been coached for like six seven years. I've been there for a year and a half, two years, um, and you have to have conversations with people about your business. If you're not telling someone about your business, then no how can you expect them to know about yeah. it? So so like you've got to use every opportunity. Like my 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 picture, my profile picture isn't my company logo. It's me with the car. Before that, it was me with the logo underneath it. It wasn't. You've noticed that there's a common. Yeah, it's always about me. Yeah, it has to be about me. There's no one else. It in the has company to be about me. No, <laughs> no, I, I carry everyone. It's one of my back hurts today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, you know, our coach, he, he very much says that you know you need to have conversations every day, and by doing it, you tell people about your business. If you're not doing people. it, somebody else is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, that's one thing that, like you said, in our industry, nobody does. I nobody, but very few people. It's, a, it's in the it's another single digit percentage. Of- yeah. I think it's because yeah. people think it's boring to talk about, mm. but it's actually really, really interesting. Yeah, it is. It's really interesting. Yeah, I could, I 100% agree with you that, Seth, and that's what I keep telling people. It's actually like the reason that people, like, and I know from what you've been telling me, is that the reason people are buying from music is they, they care about this nerdy, what I was called nerd, think about the nerds in a positive way but they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. i want to know about this new storm tech yeah it's coming because they're like yeah they care about getting that in product like yeah james and steph are going to give me some really cool gear yeah brand on now yeah exactly you that about it and you're like yeah this is this is what you need and like, mm. oh, yeah, brilliant. i'm going to go out on, and in my work ground they look great people are like 
I take that person seriously? I'm going to give them my business now. Yeah. And it is also personal. Like when I started my company back in 2014, Instagram and stuff really wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really think the stories and speaking on the stories come around until what? No, you was, you was Facebook, wasn't you? You was making on Facebook. Maybe. Yeah. And um, my business coach was like, just film it. And I'm like, I'm not filming it. I was so anti. I was like, no. I was like, I'm not going to be one of their people. Not doing it. It's not QVC. Not doing it. And I remember the first time I filmed a story, we was in the print factory. And all of my clientele back then were um, mainly females because I had a wedding gift company. So it was a little bit more relatable. I remember I put a filter on and I was a reindeer. Oh, yeah, you was. That was it. That was the first thing. I've still got it. But every single day... Um, my business coach was like, just do something else. Just do it again. Even if it's for 20 seconds, mm. just do a little bit. And then I, I got to that point where I was spending hours on it, you wasn't it? Like, all everyone. day long. Like even doing the school run, I'd film and talk whilst I was doing the school yeah. run. And then what I was noticing was happening was that people were buying into not our lifestyle because we don't have an amazing, like we just have a normal, normal lifestyle, but it was relatable. So then people were buying because they felt like they knew you. Yeah. You had they had an mm. online friendship. Yeah, and I don't think nowadays people really go out and door knock and meet clients. So the best way to do it is on social media. Yeah, and you can't filter yourself. I know that people think you can, but you really can't. Not on yeah. stories. You are what you are. Yeah, and but that's authentic. Then people, but people, yeah, want mm. authenticity with yeah. the people they're buying from. Yeah, and that's the thing, and you do. You've, you've, I've got a personal Instagram. I can't remember. I don't know what the logins are to it. Mm-hmm. Everything I do goes on the goes on the business page. You know, we yeah. had, we had a date day the other week, didn't we? Yeah. First first <laughs> yeah, time in a long time, yeah, as I keep getting told. Um, yeah. But yeah, we did that, and that was uh, that was on there. That was on the stories, and then um, we do stuff with our daughter, and that goes on the stories. But it's and... also things like when we are doing non-work related things, people mm. will then comment and go, "Oh my god, you've literally just reminded me. I need to place an order on Monday." Yeah. Mm. Because we're still, we haven't switched off on a Friday. We're still going. Yeah. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds terrible. We'll be like on holiday. We went out for dinner the other night. Oh, yeah, we went out for dinner the other night and literally I'd had we some just... of the best views I'd ever had yeah. on my story. And it was so irrelevant to what to what we do. But, yeah, it's... The days the when we've got... Logo, uh, no, but I was with my business coach, though. So it was, yeah, it was... That was an agreement, wasn't it? I said, he was like, I don't know what to wear. And I went, you are not wearing yeah. a branded jumper today. Like, it's just not happening today. He was like, what about coat? And I was like, okay. We actually left the smart car home as well, didn't we? We did leave the we smart car We left the smart car at home. Yeah, it was a bad day. We don't day. have that issue. We we've, we've keep going back and forth about getting a new car, don't we? Mm. And then I'm like, why are we not just keeping the car that we've got and we'll just fully brand it? Yeah. She's like, what, you're you're happy to do that? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm always in the car, so why would I not just drive around a yeah. big 4 by 4 that's just fully branded? It's only a shame Probably. you can't put like a leaflet holder on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I have actually seen this before. There's someone in our local town that has got... It's a mini, isn't it? Yeah. They've somehow managed like to a business screw. card holder or something. But I'm going to do a QR code. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah, smart. Or find a way to attach a roller banner, so just so I know when I've parked it somewhere then. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that you mentioned a few times about your business coaching, this is something mm. that um, we really want to talk about, because I think it's very important how people are you know, humble enough to be continuously improving. This is something I have a conversation with our customers here a lot. It's like, mm. okay, what can you do to be better? 
Um, so I'd really love to hear a bit about what, how you got involved with the business coach, what sort of lessons you've learned from that, how you apply that to the business. Probably starts with you because when you told me you was going for the free preview, I told her not to be so bloody stupid. <laughs> if I'm really honest, all yeah, those years actually... ago, I said, I said, don't, don't buy anything. I said, he's just going to try and sell to you. I was at this like stage in my life where my dad was getting ready to retire and he wanted to leave his print company to me, but didn't really know how to run a company. Mm -hmm. I didn't like, I'd obviously sat across the office from him for years and years, but I just pushed around paper to be honest with you. Yeah. So, and I was a bit like, right, if I, if I go and I enjoy it, then I'll come back and it pretty much, I don't want to say this cause I'm sure he's going to listen to it, but it probably <laughs> actually changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> and we did, and we come back and I was just, I was completely buzzing. I'm going to Jim. Oh my God. So we're going to do this. And Jim was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jim was like, you've fully fallen for a trap. Like they're going to take all your money and you're not going to do anything. And I was like, well, that's, that's on me. I said, I'd rather fail because of I failed than failed because I haven't tried. Yeah. And, um, oh God, everyone was so anti it, weren't mm. they? Everybody. I don't like being sold to. I'm a salesman, so I don't like to be sold right. to. And at the time, my company was only doing like £250 a month. So I actually really didn't have anything to lose. Again, that was a side hustle. I had a full-time job and I had a side hustle. Yeah. Well, within six months, he taught he was showing us how to do all the social media thing, which again was really new back then. And I took it and I think within the first six months, we I'd grown to like over a hundred grand in sales. So then I was like, by the way, <laughs> I did listen to you and it worked. Yeah. And I just carried on doing it evolving, didn't I? Mm. My company blew up to the point where dad retired and I didn't want his company anymore. I had my own. Oh, he gave it to my other sister. So mm. now she's got it. And then I just sort of taught you, didn't I? <laughs> and then I, I made you come along, and yeah, that was it. Yeah, to be fair, you, you, he's been Adam's been in life so long that I've met Adam. We've sort of been out for dinner, and his son's friends with our daughter, and yeah. all them sort of things. Um, and yeah, it was just natural progression that when we started brand it, we was going to sort of make that involved as well. And I do think <clears throat> with anything in life, if you don't know how to do it, you can always go and ask someone. But in mm. business, I actually think that business owners are really it's a lonely world or it can be very very i do mm. always think it's a really lonely world being in business um especially when you hit hard times no one wants to talk about the hard times because you might get judged or someone's like oh, they're not doing very well when having a network and someone that you can go to and they go this is fine like this is this isn't a big deal everyone's facing this mm. that you can then overcome it and I, going through covid that was like Probably one of the most. Well, you just started brand it, hadn't you? Yeah, we was a we was effectively. Six in, I guess, was it? Uh, we was we was three months before it started, yeah. so yeah. we was 2019. So we we were effectively a COVID company, so we didn't know anything different. But my my main customer base is construction from my background, and obviously construction has thrived and yeah. tends to be the last thing that goes when when the world goes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been but having like a network of people that are going through it, mm. I think it's really important. So I, that, that is my one advice to anyone who is in business. Even if you don't think you need one and there are plenty of people that don't think they need one, you need one. Yeah, there's because no... Because you can always learn from somebody else and the fact that someone's willing to give you that information, Yeah. why not take it? I just don't... I sometimes just don't understand it. Yeah, I, I was there yesterday and... 
you know, you go through stuff, and even if it's stuff that you sort of know a bit about, every time I go, there's like a, a epiphany, epiphany moment, or whatever yeah. you call it, where something goes, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, that's great. I'm going to implement that. And yeah, we take something every time. It's it, the literally client base every as time. Well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, client base. You know, we sort of you end up building clients for life within it as well, mm. which you know makes it even more worthwhile. I mean, I'd, I had the honour of meeting um, Sarah Willingham yesterday. I had my yeah. photo taken with her on the dragons or with the old dragons, and you get loads of opportunities and things. It's um, it's something I'd recommend to anybody out there who wants to progress their business and even yeah. just have the support. Yeah, and I think that's something that's it's worth. It's always worth doing your homework to see what is out there. I used to work for um, Department of International Trade, hmm. and the amount of resource they I mean, that's essentially a free service that not nearly enough people in the UK take advantage mm. of and they're literally employed to try and make UK companies more successful. Yeah. You know, they give you access to things like, oh, yeah, well, I know all about all these grants that are available, business support loans that you might need at any point. But by getting out there and trying to improve yourself, mm. you never know where it might end up at that yeah. point. I think. Mm. But I think it's about having that mindset of being open to, yeah, I'm going to try and improve my business today. Even if it's like, I'm going to say, one pound a day yeah. by doing something different. I mean, it all, it all adds up at the end of the year. Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, it's the like the saying, isn't it? You want to sort of spend time working on your business rather than working in it. And yeah. sometimes it's just not possible when you've, got, when you've got things going wrong. But it is very important to actually get out there and do it and learn, and make sure you sort of expand your mind. And, you know, there's the thing, like, in the in the years you've been, you'd been working with Adam, Social media has changed so many times. I mean, even the, even recently with the whole algorithm thing that's been going on with Facebook and everything, oh. iOS updates, like, that's killed so many yeah. businesses. But you need to stay on top of it, and you can't do that if you ain't got people there that are sort of going through and learning this stuff and helping teach you. So yeah. I think it's very, very important, very important. Excellent. Well, that's really, really pleasing to hear that you're just continuously progressing because I think, that, I think that's the most important thing. Is yeah. That, I mean, and it means where, like I say, when algorithm changes, you're, you have the mindset of being ready to evolve with it. You're like, yeah. there's nothing you can be able to do about the algorithm change. Facebook aren't going to find us all up and be like, what do you yeah. do for this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't. I, had, I closed my company last year in the end, mm. didn't I? We had, um, unfortunately, I got COVID last August time and I just couldn't work. Like, I just couldn't. I was mm. so wiped out with it. And of course, because no one was posting on social media, because that was what I'd done, my algorithm just went and I could just never get it back again. Whereas we're quite lucky now at Brandit, mm. aren't we? That we've got Connor, we've got you, I'll yeah. jump on there, Chris will jump on there. We've always got someone to keep it consistent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Connor's, Connor's, we've got Connor is our full time social media guy. If you see our stories, you'll see him. He jumps on there, he does some of the reels and things. Um, but he's he's literally we've got post scheduled every single day for the next mm. month already booked in. We've got reels that are in the background being built up. We've got stories. I literally said to him earlier, I'm like, right, you're sorting these orders out. They're going out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, make sure you get them on the stories. And he's like, yeah, yeah I will. I was like, no, no, make sure they're going to the stories because I need to make sure that we keep going. And you need a bit of a mixture of work, a bit of fun, yeah, bit of something else that's going on in life, and yeah, yeah. a bit of banter, a bit of mm. yeah. I think I think there's a really nice balance on your account because. Mm. You start to like say so you get to know the people you get to mm. idea of your personality and some people might be like yeah that's not for me but most of the people be like yeah they 
they're living yeah. and breathing what they do. Mm. So they're going to care about what my end product is yeah. going to be, which I think is massive. Con- Connor fil- films the cats, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves the cats. He loves the cats. And honestly, I'll go through like the inbox and I'm like, oh my God, like such and such has replied about the cats. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> it's just, yeah, sometimes people just always talk about the cats. And I'm yeah. like, is there just nothing else today? But then it will go from, oh my God, does this all these cats do is sleep? And then it will be like, oh, I've just remembered. Can I find out about that blah 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 that Jim yeah. had on the other day and I'm like honestly like, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's just it's just sort of staying apparent just staying out there and mm. staying if it was mine so yeah if your stories aren't working basically you need to get Connor and cats yeah basically, yeah yeah you can't have Connor though no, you can't have Connor cats. no Fair enough. so one, one of the things you also um take quite a proactive approach in is the design aspect of things so a lot well not everyone a lot of people just take take a design and but on a mug or yeah. a whatever it is, maybe. But is there any advice you give to people that about design or why have you taken a kind of more hands-on approach to that? Um, <laughs> You've got to answer this really nicely. Yeah, yeah. I'm answering this because when we, we was we was we was sort of thinking about speaking about this when we when we was on the way here and Steph was struggling to think of a nice way to write it <laughs> to say it. But um, yeah, so long story short, we we get a lot of requests for things to be printed or embroidered and even if the logo has been sent over to us in a meaningful format it's often something which has been designed to look extremely pretty but not very brandable Um, so for us it was important that we could offer design work um, because we find that designers can be disjointed from the actual production side of things so you'll you'll get somebody and they go i've made this fantastic thing but you go right but you can't actually print that why can't you print it and there's there's it's a disjointed approach and like you'll find that um we in merchandise a lot of things are spot printed so you'll be spot colors you can have like like with your um one to five screen print transfers if i give you a gradient you can't use it yeah because you've got a million colors in that and you find that there's a bit of a disjointed approach to it where people don't, they, they design something, but they can't actually, it's not a brandable product. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you find that in embroidery, you find it in all sorts of things. So for us, it's important to be able to um, be able to do design work. Uh, I mean, we both, we're both capable with Adobe, um, both self-taught mm-hmm. um, through sort of learning it and doing whatever it is we need to do. But yeah, we, we decided we needed in-house design so that we can, do these things you know we we sort of take jpegs and we'll turn them into vectors so that we can then use them for branding and things like that um it's just another service we can offer as well yeah you know if you gave me something that looked rubbish we'll turn it into a vector and charge for it <laughs> <laughs> in short <laughs> but yeah it's it's again it's it's an you know it's it makes our lives easier plus it's an extension to the services that we offer um and it just yeah kind of makes it more of a complete branding which yeah, service. just makes things realistic, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm going to be really careful of how I say this. I just wish that every graphic designer went and worked in a print or production factory <laughs> for at least two years. I think that that, should yeah. be, that has to be a law somewhere, that they get to design something and then they get to take it all the way through to print and then it doesn't come out how they thought it was going to look. Yeah. Because that is the biggest thing, metallic. Yeah. That, oh, honestly, I love love the metallics. 
until it comes through on a logo and it's got all of like this really lovely gradient to it and they go so you can make it look like that and i'm like but it's going to look like a photo in theory mm -hmm. because it's not going to be shiny mm -hmm. <laughs> unless you want to pay x y and z more or you want a foil print on something or you want a metallic print yeah oh no i don't really want to pay that and i'm like well it's not gonna look gold then it's gonna look yellow green and brown yeah. <laughs> or when you get the uh you get the designs that come over in rgb and you're like it doesn't print in rgb yeah what do you mean no that's like a screen graphic it's like for websites and things oh okay so why can't i print that blue because it's going to convert it to cmyk and it's not going to be the same and mm. yeah there's unfortunately if um if if somebody's being told the wrong thing by the designer they think that we're the ones being difficult so yeah. we kind of just try to join it all up and give and it calligraphy writing <laughs> 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 when that comes over and i think to myself right so we could we could cut and weed it but it's not going to last very long because it's not thick and it's going to yeah. rip and mm. we know it's not going to last very long and we could embroider it so we send it off for stitching don't we for digitizing yeah. it comes back and it's obviously been thickened up because you, there's no point embroidering a one millimeter stitch it's just yeah. point i don't like it now yeah yeah i know but it's not going to work any other way well it works on my banner because it's been printed <laughs> yeah but there's even like limits to the transfers isn't there you get the small detail that you do but you go too small on it and it's still not got a lot of material to grip hold of like there's limits to everything and well the main thing as well is that can a customer see if you go too far with the detail will, it, will the end result be that that customer yeah. looks at that, your customer looks at me like that looks really good or they'll be look good or they're just like what's yeah. going on there yeah but we we have We're this quite a lot with the embroidery codes aren't we mm. Yeah, we get a lot of QR code requests. And it's oh, it really a pixelated thing, then when we're like, yeah, that's not going to scan if we try and print that. Yeah. Well, then I think to myself, my God, what about if the embroidery machine has an issue and one stitch out and that whole QR code isn't mm. going to work? And then mm. I think to myself, my God, what if we do it by print and something changes and it stretches one section of it, I get really, so now yeah. I'm like, we just can't do it because it just stresses me out. And I know full well we'll do it one day and someone will go, it doesn't work. And I'll be like, but it worked when we sent it. It doesn't work now. <laughs> well, the, the, the risk you've got with the QR codes, because we, we can make we can print and make them work, mm. but it's it's reliant on someone using a fully paid QR service, not just being the yeah. I'll just use the trial. That's the other thing. Yes. They, do you know what? When when I first started, I actually ordered some business cards and I did exactly that. I yeah. I'd got this, I got this, oh QR code, brilliant. It goes to my website, does everything. Yeah. And then I've got these business cards all printed out and sorted, and then a week later they, they expired. And I was like, the monthly fee on that QR code is more than I spent on the business card. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just no, it doesn't make sense. But no, the other thing is um, we get that a lot with um, when it comes to embroidery. So you'll, you take charge of all digitizing and things when you turn it into like the embroidery file where you're for the stitch count and you do all the colors, you do all the sizing. But when we're doing the letters, we'll only do it to a certain height. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you sort of drop below about seven mil, yeah. you find all the detail goes out of it. That's kind of something we tried to put across in the videos and things. Um, but people are like, no, I don't get it. And I'm like, well, if you if you get your tape measure out and you you put that, you've got that as a four mil at the moment. Yeah. Imagine how much thread's in four mil. And they're looking at it and they're like, oh, yeah, I suppose so. And, mm. yeah, it's – I don't think it's – people don't necessarily see the whole thing, the whole picture. You need to sort of sometimes guide them. And that's kind of – we've we, yeah, we that's kind of why we do it all. That's where yeah. we sort of – we hold people's hands – I mean, if I don't know if you've been on our website, but yeah. our website is, if I'm honest, I think the 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 landing page side of it could could do a bit more 
aesthetics on it. But to be honest, the whole website is geared up around the functionality in the back of it. So you can go on it, pick your T-shirt, put your logo on it, see it designed, um, and then you'll get a full quote breakdown with proofs. You get everything all lined up and sorted out. Then once it's been ordered, Steph gets it digitized. We then upload the digitized file, and you can see it looks like the embroidery on it. You then approve it and go, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the color. And it's all like, it's a fantastic process, fantastic yeah. process. But yeah, it's all just about being really thorough. And I, I think you, we found that with some places it's not quite the same. Yeah, I, 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 a I lot can... of the feedback we get from Yeah, that. yeah, it's kind of, you, you've ordered it tough. That's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. Whereas we'd rather go, yeah, thanks for your order, that ain't going to work. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're exactly the same, is that you should try and, Mm. You want to build a relationship with that customer. Yeah. Actually, being honest with them sometimes, but actually that you say this is it's low res. Yeah. Or you uh you saved a PN you opened the PNG up in Illustrator and saved it in EPS as an EPS file. Like, There's no effect. I love it. Or you get you get a screenshot and you go, Can you send me that as a PDF, please? As a PDF file, and they literally change the screenshot to a PDF, and I'm like, that's not how it works, mate. No, that's not how it the works. other day I had one, didn't I, and come over as a JPEG, and I was like, have you got the original artwork file? And he was like, yeah, I've just sent it to you. And I went, well, no, I said, because that's definitely not the original, because I know that you're with EE, and you actually had no service that day. <laughs> yeah, so I said, yeah. I went, if you want me to print it with EE and what time and the fact that your battery yeah. was going down and stuff, I said, that is how it will look. I said, we need the original artwork file, please. Yeah. But yeah, so it was, it's important having been able to manage design in some way. Yeah. But yeah, we, we do try and be quite thorough with it because we, we feel it makes makes our life easier as well as the customers. Yeah, we also do all types of design, don't we? So if, mm. we're not even talking that, I mean, we don't really charge a lot. So if someone wants a simple logo, we'll charge for a simple logo. Somebody yeah. wants yeah. a really detailed, printable, embroidered <laughs> logo, yeah. we'll charge more for it. But then we can do the whole side of it if someone just wants a banner we'll just do a banner yeah. business cards yeah yeah business cards layouts you know but, yeah. yeah that's all comes back to being open with your customers mm. doing the videos you see it it's important to educate your customers because but by being honest all the time they know that you're not faking it when it comes yeah. to the harder things you have yeah, to tell we've got them no yeah. Reason like, okay, to well, they, yeah exactly they would they would think i've got no reason to question them on that one yeah or or they, or they can have a more honest conversation with like can you explain it to me? And then yeah. know that you'll be like, yeah, it's because this, this, and this. And I'm mm. like, okay, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Okay. But you're, you're saving them because you, you want to make sure they go out and look good. Yeah. What you've made. A hundred. You had it the other day, didn't we? Where one of our clients wasn't happy with how something looked, but they wasn't sure with what they looked. So you, you just said, you were like, do you know what? Are you free tomorrow? I'll bring the laptop yeah, down it, and I'll sit down with you and we'll just yeah. sit and we'll just yeah. sit and we'll keep moving it. We don't charge for that because if if they okayed what they wasn't happy with and they got it, they're still not going to be okay with it. They're not yeah. going to come back. Hmm. They're not going to tell anybody else. Whereas a lot of companies, the bigger workwear companies, they wouldn't even think twice about getting in a car and driving 10 miles down the road to sit with a client to just okay something. Yeah. Even if it's a £20 item, we still want you to be happy with it. Because hmm. you're not... I always say this thing in business, I've always said this, and all, I don't ever want to look at my customers out there in order number. Mm -hmm. Every single customer is a human. Yeah. We've got customers that we know that have, have had babies. Mm. And then we send out baby gifts to them. <laughs> or we know people that are going on holiday or having extensions done. And Jim and I will be like, oh, my God, how's it going? Like, Because 
they're helping us with our family in mm. theory. So we want to watch their business grow. And yeah. the branding is a huge part of watching other people's business grow. Like it's just a, yeah. we're like a little, a little family, aren't we? <laughs> All of us. Okay. So that kind of brings me on to one of my uh, other questions I'd like to ask you about, because you're quite involved with your customers and you but you're also quite involved with the communities around you as well. And you, I know that you uh, sponsor the Chelmsford City Girls Youth Football Team. Yep. And you're also getting involved uh, this Christmas with a local charity as yes. well. Is that something that's quite important to you as well? Just having that kind of, I, I speak, I've said this quite a lot on the podcast actually, but actually paying attention to your geography is very important as mm. a printing business in being close to those people and supporting them because they'll support you back as well. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always, well, we've always tried to do something every single year, haven't we, with a, with a local yeah. charity. Mm. It might not be a lot. It's, it's all that we can give, but yeah. it can make a massive difference to other people. And I think it's really important that as quickly as you can be up there enjoying your life while somebody else is really having hard times, you can quickly swap around. Yeah. And I think it's understanding and being relatable to the issues that are in the world at the moment. Yeah. And for us, like... We're serving people in business that can afford to go and buy workwear and they can afford to keep a roof over their heads. But in our, well, we're quite close to the city, aren't we? Mm. And that's just not even possible for some people yeah. at the moment. And if we could, so, so this year, what we've decided to do is rather than saying, going to, going to a charity and saying, right, look, we're going to give you all of this, we sort of want our customers to, to get involved with it as well, mm -hmm. because I do think that once you've done a small amount of charity work, you actually really start to get a feel for it and it feels really good and it's mm -hmm. nice to see other people benefit from it. So this year we're doing um, throughout December and hopefully into the new year mm -hmm. that basically if a customer buys a sweatshirt or a jumper or however many they buy, we'll match that amount and we'll donate it to... This year it's going to go to Sanctus, isn't mm. it? So they look after homeless and vulnerable people in Chelmsford, mm -hmm. um, which, oh, quite if we're well, especially with the premium bundles, there's, mm. there's two sweatshirts in every single bundle, and we're yeah. we're knocking out like ten or twenty sets of them a week. Yeah. So it's actually it doesn't seem a lot, but it's actually a mm. lot for people right now. It's practical as well because I think sometimes that's the thing with. Doing something charity, you want to make sure that what you're doing is making a difference. But actually, 100%. because you know that putting a warm jumper on someone is mm. is going to make a difference. Yeah, it's going to make a difference to people in their houses this year. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's it is important. It is important. I mean, you for for you've done bits with um, women's kids aid. inspire yeah, and kids women's inspire. aid and all sorts of things over the years for your company. I think kids inspire was the last one we did stuff for you with your company. Yeah, last Christmas. Um, and yeah, there's there's so many sort of great local charities and things about that you know we Des and are so desperately in need of help. Yeah, that I think when people think of charity, we always just think of the big the big charities that are continuously on our screens yeah. as we drive mm. down the road everywhere. That we actually forget about the small charities mm. that are really struggling. And majority of these times, these charities are actually run by people who are struggling themselves. Um, but yeah, so we're hoping. Yeah, hoping it's going to make a bit of a difference. I mean, they they, they do some great stuff down there. They they sort of they provide warm meals, warm meals, um, 
clothing. Sanctus, yeah, it's yeah. in Chelmsford. It's by the um, by the by the um, yeah, it's on Broomfield Road. Oh, yeah. Broomfield Road, yeah. So, but yeah, it's like the Hot Mills. They've got like mental health team down there. They help people with housing and debt problems and yeah. help people that get are just back genuinely, into work as well. oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, if we, we sort of put some jumpers and hoodies and things down there based on um yeah drop take them down there and then hopefully it'll make a difference to somebody yeah. basically that's kind of kind of what it's about isn't it sort of a bit of a give back is where we're going with it yeah 100 percent. like people supported us all year so mm. if we can then go and support some something else then yeah yeah exactly yeah. we can you know our customers can help support without necessarily having to do anything they're just sort of you know they're going to get their stuff anyway so it's a bit yeah, of a gesture yeah. and we're, we're gonna we're gonna sort of shout out the people that do it and we're going to be you know sharing them sharing the stories and, and actually say the donations from them rather than from us yeah that's kind of the that's kind of what we wanted to do with it was do a bit of a give back from everyone bring it in as a community and you know yeah. try and make a bit of a difference of it basically my dream would be that if we grew the company big enough that i would be able to go into some a charity like this and take people who are struggling or have lost lost away and to give them a job or something to do to mm. to start to rebuild it because as we know it's not that easy to get a job in when you're not struggling yeah. let alone when you've really hit a hard time that's what that would be my be all and end all like that mm. would make me happy yeah well, I think that's I think that's a really noble idea and I think it's, but mm. it's also good good reason to keep pushing your business along because you know that there's a another goal it's always important to have goals to work yeah. for but that mm. one way you know that I actually want so if i hit that goal i can do something that will help more people than, than yeah. you could imagine yeah. i think it's, it's something that's worth striving for and building towards as well yeah exactly exactly and, and hopefully the longer we go the the more we can help i guess yeah. and yeah. pick something different another year but yeah it's, it's quite important to better give back isn't it and yeah, said, you've been you've been doing it for years and it's yeah Excellent. How how would so I mean if someone wants to get involved and you know there's obviously people are listening. You've got some people that are in your in your same spot as you. They're garment decorators. Mm. Think about starting a business. Some people might just listen because they're interested and actually they prefer to get some branded workwear from yourselves um, and it would support this the cause. How would how's the best way to get in touch with you then? Um, well, we, if I'm honest, uh, one of the, just to go back a bit, one of the one of the biggest things for me was that I wanted to Google my company and come up on every single line <laughs> on there. So, we, if I'm honest, if you if you search Brand Essex, you should should yeah. you should find Instagram, you should find Twitter, you should yeah. find LinkedIn, you should find Facebook, you should find Google, you should find Yelp. Um, there, there's there's so many different outlets on there because I wanted to. Not have anyone else come off my page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really honest. Yeah. When I first started, you typed in the company and there was like 10 other embroidery companies. You like, probably nah. type in Brand at Essex now on Google search and it's just Jim's face. Yeah. In front yeah, of that's, smart that's car, kind of here, That's there. kind of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I just, yeah. So we're, we're, we're all over the place. I mean, I kind of, we, we spend a lot of time doing work. Or, yeah. No, it's a lie. Connor's spent a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's spent a lot of time uh, building up our Google profile and yeah. websites and, you know, other, other, various things but i mean we're, we're we're big on we're big on um instagram that's yeah. that's kind of where everything begun for us we're we're not far off five thousand followers now which is a is a good size but what i'd say is it's all real 
followers and it's all people that follow us because maybe they love me maybe they hate me but the yeah, and it's, it's it's relevant and we to be fair we've got a bit of a community on there and um we get people that sort of talk amongst themselves and share stuff and i, I had one yesterday where um one of our customers had commented on on uh, on a quarter zip that we'd done and he was like oh that's really nice that is and then he responded and said oh yeah that's that's, that's james at brand doesn't it and i said steph was like <laughs> they're both like us already <laughs> but yeah it was nice but yeah so we're, we're, we're kind of all over the place you know i'm 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 can be reached at anywhere but instagram emails website linkedin it's yeah. kind of everywhere that's it's a good point actually because something i did notice um so we're, we're very familiar with with you guys in your instagram account, yeah. but one of the things and i imagine it's probably a byproduct of being out there and talking about your brand is that you have more customer reviews on your account than I know of a lot of other customers do. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, I'm going to have a fun time. I enjoy buying from them. Yeah. And they want to be involved in their conversation. Yeah. And it also benefits them because we do get this a lot where people will go, oh, my order's just been dispatched. Did you take pictures of it? Mm. And we actually (laughs) always do take pictures because it's social proof that yeah. we are actually working yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go yeah connor will stick a reel to him and he'll go they'll go what he's gonna do a reel and i'm like yeah because it was a big order so we'll put something together mm. can you tag me in it so of course they get really because i guess for them they think well you're actually promoting my company without even yeah. me really doing anything and it is isn't it because yeah. then they'll share the reel and it will just carry on going around yeah they love doing the videos don't they yeah definitely definitely yeah. i mean it's 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 social media isn't it it's sociable we, like you you communicate with each other you share stories you sort of share each other's businesses and journeys and people love that people love i think it. it's really cool i just i don't know why <laughs> do you know what it's i still get a buzz from when i see connor's reshared someone's story and it's someone who's just don't know like they're just really excited i guess for them because it is it's, it's, they've watched their brand, and then especially if it's their first workwear order, mm. they get this workwear. And I remember how, well, we all know how exciting it is when you've then reached that next level of business where you're like, I can get workwear. Yeah. And it sounds so, so tiny, doesn't it, in the yeah. grand scheme of branding, but it's actually a really big thing. And they're so excited. Like I can just see in their face, like, we've got one guy, haven't we? Um, attentive detailing. Mm. And honestly, his video just blew me away. Oh, he does I some just, incredible videos, yeah. doesn't he? Does it? Does a real every day, basically, and he's he's always oh, big shout to Brandon. Yeah, and, it looks and great, I love yeah. that because yeah. I don't know, like it might just be a, a proudness thing that I'm like, wow, like that. We we're involved in that guy's mm. life without yeah. him even. It, but yeah. I guess that's the difference of for us. It's really personal, isn't it? Our clients. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We enjoy watching their businesses grow. Yeah. Whereas I guess for some companies, it's just a ticket or. A number like but for us it's not no no definitely not we, we do we'll, we'll do like stories you get like these this and that stories where you've got pick your favorite and we'll, we'll do like a little standoff of people's embroidery oh, and stuff yeah. honestly you kind of loves doing them and then we get people and they're like you, you're gonna share us you're gonna share us oh make sure you like mine i'm like i can't like yours I can't, well, someone I got, goes, oh, yeah. I, I voted for the wrong one oh, yeah. voted. can't go back on it now yeah, honestly it's, it's so funny and then what if i won what if i won i'm like well bragging rights yeah that is it. <laughs> bragging rights and then, yeah, it's it's all good fun. It is good yeah. fun, but yeah, we we sort of enjoy doing it. It's yeah, but I mean, you know, especially some of the smaller ones you, where you've got a bigger platform, them, you know that mm. you know, if they're featured on there, that you might be getting them business. Yeah, mm. but in the same way, like there's yeah. uh, there's there's people we've dealt with um, 
and when when I started this, I kind of looked for some of the bigger accounts. Yeah. Um, and there's people we've dealt with that have helped put us up yeah. on the platform, like people that have got some good followers. And and there's there's some people that we will do an order for that regular customers are now. And as soon as we put that order out there and we share it and then they share it, we literally get orders from them mm-hmm. just start coming in. And there's, there's, there's about four or five accounts that in, in my mind that every time they place an order and we share it, I guarantee I'll get somebody new in their industry every time because that's what it is people yeah. people like to see what other people are doing they like yeah. to see the proof that it's you know they've got something good and that... yeah people like what other people have yeah 100 100 percent. and when it's good quality yeah it's just a good all-rounder then isn't it yeah 100 yeah, so is there any advice that you would give to anyone that's thinking about starting getting into branding or uh, garment decorating in general uh <sighs> my biggest advice is don't try to be the cheapest yeah because you will have no end of problems basically because if you're going to sell cheap people are going to have people normally have a high expectation but aren't happy with the price and it, yeah. you just yeah that's why we stay away from it and mm. get a business coach. I think, I think as well, like you said earlier, is that you sell cheap, you often end up having to replace that job. Yeah. yeah. And I would also say is that, you know, especially when you're first starting out, is that every penny counts, including the ones you need to pay to yourself to have a wage. Yeah. And if you're spending half an hour on each job, going back and forth on the phone of a customer trying to fix something, that's money you're not doing something mm. that would improve your business. You're losing another ten pound just there. That is a yeah. massive thing. I always say this that people don't cost in their time mm-hmm. at all. So the way that we cost we cost in the fact of the processing time, don't we? Mm-hmm. How much time it's going to take to press that item. The fact that whilst that machine's down and pressing, we can't be doing anything else. So we we actually like to have multiple machines running at the same time, don't we? So we can utilize the time as best yeah. as we can. Um Whereas I do think a lot of people think to themselves, oh, but if I sell it and I make one pound fifty, I've made one pound fifty. That's fine when you're you're dishing out thousands and yeah. it's literally just a one colour, bang, 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 bang. You just got someone standing there all day. But in the long run, it's actually really not worth it no. at all, is it? No, no, definitely don't be afraid to walk away from stuff. Yeah. Not every customer's right for you. <laughs> that is, as much yeah. as as much as you're not right for every customer, not yeah. you need to know when you can just go. We we don't fit each other. Yeah. And be honest, like it's we've just had. We grew so quickly in these last two months, didn't we? Mm. That we wasn't expecting the growth, especially not with how times are. But we really mm. did grow overnight, basically quite suddenly. And um, of course, when that happens, you're going to hit problems. Every major company is, mm. has those problems and every little company like us has those problems. Yeah. It's own it. If something is going to be delayed or there's a technical issue, call up your client. Don't don't email them and pretend that you're all professional now and you're a bog standard script writer. Yeah. Call them up and say, <clears throat> we're really sorry, there's going to be a delay. This is the issue or we actually can't do it. We thought we could and we can't. Nine times out of ten, that customer will go. It's fine, don't worry, I'll wait because I'm that desperate to get it from you. Yeah. Have it all the time, don't yeah. we? We're like, we've had stuff that was on back order and we're like, we're really sorry. And they're like, it's fine. 
Mm. It's coming like two or three months later, yeah. and they're like, I'm cool with it. I'll just wear it next next season. Yeah. yeah. But, it yeah, I think important. that's the big thing, that people try and avoid situations rather than picking up the phone. And let's face it, we're all in business. We've all we've all either been in this situation or dealing with a situation. Yeah, you're not going to be phoning up the one person who's never made a mistake in their whole life. <laughs> <laughs> well. You, you can – uh, everyone yeah. has problems. It's how you handle them and how you yeah. recover from them is kind of what's important. Yeah. That's kind of what defines us, isn't it, how we – how we survive in a crisis and things. Okay, and final questions one I like to ask when we have uh, our customers in is, and this can be any of your branded products, but what would you say is the weirdest thing you've had to either put on something or decorate for one of your customers? Oh, my God, I know what it is. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Go on. I don't know if I can say it, though. Why? Because we've done those stag T-shirts, and they had, or what did they have on the back of the neck? Oh, I can't remember. When was that? Their testicles hanging. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they weren't even small; like they were big. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we did them out of transfers, though, did we? Didn't we use the the O key? I think we did, didn't we? Oh no, I don't think we did. I think we tried and we couldn't. Yeah, I can't remember. It was a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was some big pink with yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the common theme when I ask this question. Yeah, yeah it's to put them on a, a tea towel. I think it was. Yeah, yeah oh. it was on the back of it's on the back of t-shirts. It was crazy, actually, wasn't it? it did they, to be fair, they looked really funny. And especially a couple of them had bold heads, didn't they? Yes. These guys, it was yeah, really funny from behind. But <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's probably the strangest print. But in terms of actual products, I don't think there's anything particularly. Do some like no, some merchandise kits. We had, do you remember the little um, the little bugs that you stick on your computer screen? Oh, but yeah. in nostalgia, you get like them. Back, it's yeah, like back, back merchandise from, from like yeah. twenty or thirty years ago. Like we do some <laughs> some cool things like that. We just done um just done hundred and fifty advent calendars for oh, customer of ours. Like literally, cannot wait to share that. Yeah, they are really cool. But it's under lock and key until wait at least the second of december for that one yeah you? until he's given them all out so that's that one's a bit of a shame and we did we did uh, we got um loads of um fully branded footballs from india for a client of ours um who again we had to keep it quiet until the world cup started yeah. which is now started so but yeah they were they were really cool but there's yeah i think the uh the, the stag tops are the only odd odd one yeah i'm trying to think if we've had anything ultra Strange or out there, no. but I don't think well, the first, the first place you're letting all know about it'll be on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's listening has got really strange requests, yeah. <laughs> we're waiting. <laughs> well, I think that will wrap it up today. So, thank you both for coming on today. I really, really appreciate that. If you want to go and uh, check out Brand Ethics, you should Google them just to check they come up first, just because that's what I said would happen. Watching or listening, uh, don't forget to follow along or subscribe so you can get next week's episode. We'll be back again next Thursday at half 11.